0: Hello, and welcome back to Sex and Violence, your weekly punk rock movie podcast, where the discussion is always on fat rails.
1: It's always on key bumps.
0: It's always on doing drugs before your daughter's born.
1: Yeah, it's always on marrying your mother.
0: It's always on getting hit in the face with the butt of an M16.
1: It's always about betrayal and the FBI.
0: It's always about... Getting arrested because your wife is a druggy whatever.
1: Unkind woman.
0: Unkind woman. Your mother. Your it's druggy your, yeah, mother. Because it's your mom. Because your druggy mother. It's
1: your mom who rats you out, and then it's your own wife who rats you out.
0: It's awful. No. I am one of your hosts, Ryan Snyder. Hi Ryan. Hi Gabriel. And you are.
1: Hello everyone. I am Gabe Mara. I am a comedian and a podcast producer. Ryan, who are you? Uh
0: bartender extraordinaire.
1: That's you. That's me. I've always known that about you. Yeah. I First so. time I met you was you giving me the famous speech about cocktails.
0: Yeah, the one that I've said ad nauseum thousands and thousands of times.
1: Yeah, and I went on to do as like many hundreds of times. But yes. Tis a hoot, um, Ryan. It's sex and violence. Yes. It's a punk rock movie podcast. It is. Uh, and you are my co-host. Yeah. What's good? Uh, it was you know,
0: it's November. It's it's mm-hmm. posts holiday pre-holiday
1: yeah it's it's the feeling of Axl Rose playing a piano
0: yeah November rain it's, yeah it's, yeah it's all the time it's cold it's slightly depressing sure I, I, I don't know what to say about this time of year I'm not a fan
1: yeah. um I like it a lot it's it's my time I I always like the day after Thanksgiving because usually it means my birthday is coming up or it's <laughs> just past or my dad's birthday but that's that day I have my first my first uh, official Listen to the Charlie Brown Christmas soundtrack, and I settle into my warm blanket of seasonal depression.
0: Mm, I hate the day. Of, I always have to work the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah, so it's like, hey, enjoy your holiday. I hate Thanksgiving to begin with. Mm. So it's my it's the man
1: hates turkey, ladies and gentlemen.
0: Yeah, I don't like the traditional Thanksgiving foods. I'm not a fan.
1: You're not. You're not one of the boys yelling at the television. at the rest of the gang scarfing down brewskis.
0: Uh, I mean, I had I had a couple of beers. I watched a little football, but like, it's not a holiday. I'm a big fan of. It's like,
1: oh, here we're gonna overeat and eat fucking
0: disgusting turkey. Like, eh.
1: yeah, my, mine was mine was fairly uh fairly mild family party. Uh, I made a massive fucking thing of a hot mulled wine. Oh, you lucky dog! I drank way too much of it Smart. and used that as an excuse because I had a headache to avoid most of the party.
0: Mm, did you get really racist? No, oh, okay.
1: I mean, I shot a kill whitey every few minutes, but you oh, can't be racist so, against white people. Yeah, that's not too bad. Yeah, racism is a display of power, not about color. Oh, look at that. Yeah, isn't it a wild thing? I
0: encountered the racism.
1: Oh, no. A little bit. I think I, I think that's mainly a problem. I mean, I had, I had the <laughs> other classic white people problem of Thanksgiving, where no less than three aunts told me I was getting fat wow yeah
0: look at that
1: and then on my birthday dinner my parents and brother and sister-in-law told me i was getting fat so you look great i think i look honestly that was kind of a bummer because i've been going to the gym for a couple weeks i've been watching my diet and you know uh, it's one of those things where um i never tell any like why like do you think i don't know that i'm not looking as great as i used to it's ice cold thanks for the reminder Dix. i don't think you look
0: fat Thank you, Ryan. I know you're watching your diet. You were eating carrots. Yeah, uh, uh, you're, normally you're doing I, w- good. I would have brought good, candy,
1: buddy. and instead I had carrots yeah. and celery.
0: I'll be your emotional support here. You're doing a good thank job. You,
1: thank you, Ryan. I, Jeez, yeah, that's, that's what I do. I mean, you know, folks, it's one of my central tenets: um,
0: lift up instead of tear down.
1: Exactly. I was going to say the other thing. Um, why be honest when you can be kind? You're probably, okay. anyone you want to tear down in the in the guise of telling it like it is, they probably know everything is wrong with them and they don't need a reminder because life is terrible and we don't need a reminder that life is terrible. Yeah. That's why it's always, hi, how are you? I think you look great.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Mm. It's always better to be kind.
1: Exactly. Damn. That's truly punk rock, you fucks. Yeah. I, I, don't be kind to Nazis because fuck them.
0: Yeah, fuck those guys.
1: Yeah, there's a threshold. Yeah. Yeah, if you're being if you're being cruel, you get no compassion. I agree. I am not Goku or Naruto.
0: No, you're Gabriel.
1: That's me. Ryan, did we do a moving picture this week? We did a movie. We did a
0: movie. 2001's blow. Nice. Trailer. Trailer. At a time when America was ready to party. Look, if you really want to score I got the
2: guy. Barbie! I don't nickel and dime. You want it or not? We'll take it. You know how much money it can make with this stuff back east? One man knew just what to do about
1: it. Seems really risky. Eric, she's a stewardess. They don't check her bags. I need
0: more. I need more. I can't believe we're stealing a plane.
1: How much will you be needing? All of it.
2: Colombia.
1: I can't feel my face.
0: Senor Escobar wants to see you. We're going into business together. I want to start right away. (laughs) How much bigger can we get? Sky's the limit. Three million. I counted it twice. 2.5, I'm sure.
1: Where do I put it? Try to close it.
0: We're going to need a bigger boat. Hello. Hello. I'm George. I know who you are. El Americano. I'm great at what I do, Dad. I mean, I'm really great at what I do. Let me tell you something, George. You would have been great at anything. Freeze!
1: Anything. I bring you in, this is how you pay me back? This is business! Who introduced you to Pablo Escobar? Huh? Me. You need to straighten your life out! Yeah, you got...
2: Statues.
0: Take it easy, George. You have a daughter now.
2: Are we gonna get split up?
0: No. Oh, don't even say that. Oh!
2: So this is it? I hope not, Pop.
0: trailer
1: good trailer yeah I, I think i recall that trailer yeah.
0: it has all the music that it had in the movie
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: which is as i described to you the soundtrack is very forest gumpy
1: it's very zemeckis who is not the king of subtle uh subtle music cues
0: yeah it's it's a very like
1: cocaine 70s mm-hmm. soundtrack boy right i just looked up johnny depp just so i have backup information i looked up johnny depp on wikipedia and his picture it looks like in an in an insulting way, he looks like Jeremy Renner, who I think's very handsome. But that's a really ugly picture, of Johnny Depp. Ooh, that's Johnny. a rough photo, Johnny. Johnny. He Johnny. looks like he looks like you know Jeremy Renner's ugly brother. Yeah. Boy.
0: Uh. So listeners, um. He's like Jeremy Renner's older brother who has a drug problem.
1: Yeah, that's about right. I mean, like, and he looks. Eh. Well, well, Ryan, we did blow. Two thousand one. Directed by Ted Demme, starring Johnny Depp, Penelope Cruz, and Paul Rubens. What is this movie about? Uh,
0: it is the true life story of George Young and his trials and tribulations, uh, being a drug trafficker.
1: Yep, career drug dealer.
0: Yeah, essentially. Uh, he starts out in he's more the a supplier, like, I
1: guess, than he's a dealer. He's kind of
0: like a middleman. Yeah, more than anything else. Semi mule. Yeah. Uh, starts out kind of like late sixties and he moves to California, starts dealing pot and then just climbs up the drug trafficking train until he lands at cocaine, which is essentially his specialty is, uh, being the white boy who's able to converse with the Colombian cartel and bring cocaine into the United States.
1: Yeah. Ryan, another jump (laughs) ahead into analysis of this movie. Do you, and here's, here's, I think what I always hesitate about this movie. Do you think this movie has a thesis about why George Young was successful, or does it show how he was the one who do it to do it, or is he just a lucky dude?
0: I think he's just a lucky dude. Hmm. I, I think he's just kind of a right place, right time kind of guy. Uh, like it, it shows early on in the film that he's rather, like with the 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 marijuana trafficking, he's got an eye for. Market. Market. I think he's... It's like, oh, happy. I can't get this stuff back East. Mm-hmm. How do we get it back East? Well, they don't check the uh, suitcases of, uh, you know... White air,
1: people.
0: Yeah, 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 I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, of the stewardesses. So since every girl out on the West Coast that he knows is a stewardess, then we're just going to send pot in their suitcases yeah, to the East tent. Coast. Yeah, makes sense. And he's fairly successful at it. Makes quite a bit of money. Take, steals a plane, goes down to Mexico, and mm-hmm. buys a shit ton of pot. Of Mota. Malta. Mota. Oh, it's Mota?
1: M-O-T-A. Oh, I thought Malta, it was Malta. Malta is like malt beverage, like Malta Goya. Oh. Not Mota.
0: I am such a white boy.
1: You are very white, Ryan. Yeah, I know. How's that suntan coming?
0: Uh, okay. I am like a ghost.
1: Hmm. You always are, but that's okay. Yeah, it's part I, of your
0: charm. I gotta wear like SPF one thousand.
1: So. Yeah, no, I just, I just, I just lightly cook like a perfect Thanksgiving turkey.
0: See, so you're like, you See, my sister has like perfect, like beautiful skin. Doesn't have to wear like suntan lotion. Hmm. I don't know how she I, should anyway. It's for safety. It's it, tans perfectly. Like I, 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 don't know why I got the shit end of the jeans.
2: Yeah,
1: I don't know. I'm i a, I'm,
0: I got the heavy Irish side, and she got. I don't. I, I think she's adopted. I sure. I don't really know. The
1: random Greek man. Yeah adds up i i I wonder um before we go further into the talk about it like do you think this movie would have been different i think like this movie would have been very different if it come out like post post sopranos Men era because i think that like like
0: three years ago
1: yeah so i think like there you know there's an interesting thing that's changed in television especially television where we we have this new we had this this new genre created of strong male anti-hero who we see does a really good job at illicit thing yes and i think this movie like misses that mark a little bit because i think that's the thing that like the aspirational thing of it you see tony montana be a good crime boss in the sense that he's scary and then you follow his downfalls all these things are about but the primary joy factor of watching these stories is seeing someone very good at what they do and i think that's part of the problem of the movie which i do like don't get me wrong it's that johnny depp just kind of like like happens into things and yeah. then he sad sacks into his doom yeah that's
0: that's fairly accurate it's, it doesn't really do a good job of showing like him being a successful drug dealer it's just like the random guy at the party who happens to have drugs to buy yeah and he's just i think he's more into like the being the cool guy at the party who has drugs
1: Mm -hmm. and like you see in like goodfellas like Ray Liotta's character he's essential to the balance of the of the gang that's like 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 between but
0: somewhat of the moral compass yeah and a gang of killers
1: yeah but i think like there there's a center to it so (laughs) basically what i'm saying is this is a ungracious but still engaging goodfellas clone which is what everyone has said but ryan yeah let's go to this what is your history of this movie this is your pick
0: it was my pick uh this
1: overshoot them up
0: yeah um this is kind of like almost like a comfort watch for me like Mm -hmm. i I used to watch this movie with um alpha dog like that, that was like my pairing when i was like 19 and doing a bunch of drugs sure um we all did them yeah i mean they're they're both two true life stories and uh yeah i just i really I, I don't know why i dig this movie so much it's a cool johnny depp performance i don't think it gets as much play as it should mm-hmm. but i think that's because it is like a good clone yeah and it's like well you can watch this or good fellas and if you put those two to me like i'm gonna watch good fellas every time yeah, but, and i
1: can't imagine who's like what no blow
0: but so many people that i know haven't seen this movie and that's mm-hmm. what always surprises me is like it's it's not a like life altering movie, but it's definitely one that I think everyone should see at least once like it's better than you know a lot of movies I've seen in the past week or two
1: better than black mass,
0: yeah, it really is. I think I hated it had
1: that movie. I hated that movie, Ryan you hated it. I hated black mass why it f- I feel like that movie fundamentally doesn't work I think it it doesn't know what it wants to be. it wants to be too cool while also being a story about downfall i i think like
0: and it was it wanted to be kind of oscar Beatty too yeah. it's like look at johnny depp and his <laughs> transformative mask yeah
1: you like know, dude like clown makeup every other movie it's fine yeah no um, i don't think that movie's good at all okay yeah i i actually have, i have an active aversion to that movie
0: wow that's really surprising
1: yeah if that movie does not work hmm. i i all like i sat through that movie of crossed arms okay yeah
0: I, that i'm was, a hard man to please right that was the probably the tail end of my i went to go see this movie kind of like it and bought it mm. if i were to see it like after doing this podcast with you and being after involved I've in midnight, your midnight movie club and everything i would not buy that movie today
1: yeah I think that movie should have i think that movie should have been about joel edgerton mm-hmm. it is
0: he's kind of a bitch yeah in that it, movie. i think
1: like you know in, you know, Ryan. I read a lot of screenplay books, mm-hmm. so a lot of it, you know, just just a lot of this for me is textbook things. It's it's learning about like uh, I don't know how to cut vegetables properly. But I bet if you saw my knife work, it would be like, who taught you how to cut vegetables? I'd be like, no one. That's who taught me. I just cut vegetables. And there's a difference between a professional who knows how to cut vegetables. That's a fundamental thing to cooking. And someone who just kind of wings it and manages to get by, which is what I do. And I think a movie like Black Mass, and to a lesser, de- much, much, much lesser degree, Blow, it's someone who knows how to imitate, but not actually how to tell something satisfying.
0: Okay, fair enough. I work. could teach you how to cut cut vegetables I would love to know it's that's very easy
1: I mean like I cut I've cut like like boxes and boxes of, like forests full of fruit in my day, but you know, I don't figure there's always room for improvement,
0: oh yeah dude yeah. All, all you gotta do is like have a couple times of having you know to break down three cases of mushrooms and you're you're halfway there
1: yeah, I mean, didn't you see Julie and Julia where you see Meryl Streep as Julia nope. child cutting a whole bunch of refused to onions? watch it it's cute.
0: It's it's another like it just looked like one of those white people have such interesting problems movies. <laughs> it's
1: half of a great movie. The Amy Adams part is unfortunately not good. Oh.
0: Mm. Yeah. yeah, it, love it Amy just Adams.
1: I, 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 Yeah, so this is a comfort watch for you, Ryan. Yeah. Um, well, What's
0: your history with you, it? You you had mentioned that you had rented this at some point.
1: I had rented this movie from my local video store when I think when I was when I was a kid. I think I I. I Oh, uh, gosh. I must have been in like late middle school, early high school, and I was getting into my film education. Because I'd already seen Run, Lola, Run by that point. Okay. So maybe that was like, no, hold on. I can't, that doesn't make any sense. I saw Run, Lola, Run in film school. So I must have borrowed this from the Blockbuster video that I worked at, okay. I think. I'm not sure what drew me to this movie. But to be perfectly honest, I, I have vague memories of it. And I had vague memories of, yeah, I liked that, dot, dot, dot. Yeah, And then having watched it again, if a proper film education, I, I, I appreciate a lot of it. But the other half of it is that I've learned so much more about how to tell a story that I'm like, this is kind of a non-story.
0: Yeah, it's, it's very milk You are not
1: Henry Hill, sir.
0: Yeah, it's, it, it just kind of is. Mm-hmm. Like I, I can look at it and be like, "This is not a great film. It's a good film. Yeah, it's it's perfectly watchable. It's not unwatchable garbage."
1: Yeah, most of the reviews say that their their biggest problem with the movie is that it steers so hard into schmaltz by the end, and it yeah. does feel a, a little really forced. Like I, Ryan, I hate a forced sad music cue almost as much as i hate reverse symbol and trailers and you've
0: left movies because of it
1: i have and boy this movie really really lays it on thick oh, time the, the last drama, third of this movie dun, dun, dun.
0: just kind of like drags almost yeah. like once you get to like after george getting arrested at his birthday mm-hmm. like everything after that is kind of like
1: eh. Yeah. Ryan, let's play one of my favorite games. What's the character's actual character flaw? What is George Young's character flaw? Uh,
0: I would say that he I hmm. I was going to say he only cares about himself, but he does care for his child mm-hmm. quite a bit. But I think most of his motivations are very self-serving. Yeah. If if that's his biggest flaw, there it's mostly motivation for himself. Like, I want to be able to do X. I think that would be it.
1: Here's my film school brain talking. To tell any good story about a character, a character has to have a strong want and a strong need, and they have to be in contrast to each other.
2: Mm-hmm. So, for
1: example, uh, what's a great one? It's it's like, um, like, say, Groundhog Day. Okay. What Phil wants is to... Be a shitty person and get out of Groundhog Day. What he needs is to become a better person by embracing community and living life every day like it matters. These things are supposed to be in direct contrast to each other. And your fatal flaw is what is he doing wrong every day that is harming himself and others around him because he's pursuing what he wants rather than what he needs. Now, this works even in nonfiction. Because you'll see stories about people, they, they might force it or reverse engineer it to be about a thing. I think this movie tries to do that, mm-hmm. but ultimately it kind of leads to I think the moment they want to I think whoever who wrote this movie, they bookend it really well to be about his mom and his wife, because it ties back to he like should he have hugged his mom when she came back, or should he not have? Except that's muddy as hell. And he ends up repeating the same mistake and being a bad dad because life. Drugs. Drugs, life. I mean, he doesn't, he wants to not be poor. Yes. And he ends up poor. So that's the whole irony of it. But uh, for most of the part, you're watching this movie, you're kind of like, yeah, that's a good idea, man.
0: Yeah. I mean, by the end of it, it it's just a, a regular everyday guy doing a bad thing for good reasons.
1: Yeah. I don't. It's just really muddy. It's a, yeah. it's very, you know, it, it, the funny thing about it is that it doesn't not work.
0: Yeah. It's just, it's a shame that it falls apart in the third act.
1: Yeah, like I enjoy this movie. Like it's a movie I talk over because I, I yeah we the talked over it. the whole movie. We did. Yeah. We had a long debate about the merits of Johnny Depp, which we'll get into next. Yes, but it's I, this is not at all a bad movie.
0: No, it's it's just it's like your review of it could just be like set up as movie.
1: Yeah, it's it's, it's movie. It's a it's a true to life true story of a drug dealer. Yeah, and he did it They didn't want to be Scarface. And they wanted too much to be Goodfellas. I mean, they even got Ray Liotta in there. Yeah. So that's cool. For good measure. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it, it's fine. It's fine, fine movie.
0: It's another... Uh, it's what we were talking about while we were watching the movie. It's kind of the, the Streets of Fire effect. Who mm-hmm. would have been better in this role to make it a better movie? Exactly. And I don't I don't really know if I have an answer for that.
1: Well, let's, let's go into it. Ryan, do you like, on the whole, I ask you point blank, no context. Do you like Johnny Depp?
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I I don't hate him. Like, uh, the, he's not a name that's going to sell me on a movie. Like, yo, you going to see this movie? Like, what's it about? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that sounds right. Well, Johnny Depp's in it. Like, that's not going to change it for me. Like, like there's oh. certain things where, like, X is in it. Oh, I'm totally going to go see it now. Mm-hmm. Or X is directing it. Like, oh, I'm totally in. Like, if you're like, see this movie? What's it about? Blah, blah, blah. John Carpenter's directing it. <laughs> totally <laughs> yeah. in. Yeah. Totally in. I don't... It, you can just ixnay everything you said. Yeah, I'll I'm see The Ward.
1: See I haven't seen it yet, but I'll see The Ward.
0: Yeah. I will go see certain things, but Johnny Depp is not a name that sells or deters me from going to see a movie. Like the new Harry Potter movie. Oh, Johnny Depp's the villain. It, cool. Yeah,
1: that's neat. Whatever. Honestly, if you told me like, oh, but the movie climaxes in Jude Law and uh, and Johnny Depp having an extended sex scene, I'd be like, <laughs> now I'm in. I'm sorry. That sounds awesome.
0: How about you? Did you feel... it? similar way with johnny
1: i see the funny thing is that uh, like you know growing up in the in the 90s that you have preconceived notions about actors before you like you know before he was fucking leonardo dicaprio he was that dude from titanic that all the girls were all yeah about.
0: and then he became a really good actor
1: he I mean, was a really good actor i mean he's great in titanic it's just the thing that When you're younger, you you have, as a a young man in America, you might have an aversion to pretty boy actors who turn out to be very good actors. Yes. And then they surprise the fuck out of you. That The one-two punch of Once Upon a Time in Mexico and Pirates of the Caribbean 1, I'm like, oh my God, Johnny Depp's amazing. And it really only went downhill from there. Yeah. That in like 2003, 2004, you were like, holy fuck, he's so good. And then he just made lazy choice, lazy choice after lazy choice after lazy choice after lazy choice. He's
0: got some good roles that I really like him. Like some of his, he's a ni- very good actor. Some of his '90s stuff, like I mentioned to you, that my wife had on uh, Benny and June. Yeah, he's, and that was that's, it. Was weird, but that's like a fun movie. He was enjoyable. I really like Edward Scissorhands. I'm a huge fan of uh, What's Eating Gilbert Grape. He's
1: a, he's amazing. Like, in that
0: uh, some really good movies, and then there's some black mask kind yeah. of stuff
1: or the alice in wonderland movies did you see the first alice in wonderland
0: i did i was stoned out of my mind
1: did you, did you enjoy it
0: uh i don't know
1: yeah that, I mean, that might have contributed it was
0: 10 years ago and i was stoned out of my mind
1: i i i can't believe how much i hate alice in wonderland that movie i think it's good it's still it like the, another
0: weird johnny oh, depp in t- costume it character it was
1: another and i quote fucking tim burton thing yeah it's basically they're kind of similar at this point that oh you stopped trying at some point didn't you because you know you could just do your thing
0: you know what johnny depp did keep me away from movie. now that you mentioned the tim burton thing Mm -hmm. i actually actively refused to see and will probably never see the willy wonka remake that and then well this gets into my certain thing of like there are certain roles that i think are just legendary and immortal like you Do not touch that. That's perfect. It's perfectly fine the way it is. Don't do it again. Mm -hmm. And I think stepping on Gene Wilder and like it almost tarnishes the original with just this Michael Jackson-esque performance that like the trailers seem to give off. And I, I I was actively not going to see that because of like the way the trailers presented him. I was like, there's no, 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 no. Do
1: you know what the worst thing about that movie is? And it's not his performance because honestly, him, he's good. He's good in it. His Michael Jackson impression is good. The very worst thing about that movie is it does like one of those cardinal sins of movies that I absolutely hate. They force a backstory.
2: They, uh, they give
1: him a tragic origin. And mm. I'm like, no. You don't need that. I don't want that and you're just forcing something. And it, I think that's the other hand of what I was saying about the the problem with following screenwriting rules. You can you try to force something that does That's not organic. And oh god, the horrible the backstory behind him like I I have never needed to know why Willy Wonka became Willy Wonka. Yeah. He's a magic man. I don't fucking care. He's rad. Yeah. And instead they have this whole terrible backstory of how his dad was a dentist played by Christopher Lee and he was never allowed to have candy and then blotty fucking blah. It's it's bad. It's that's exactly the thing. He doesn't if he decided to keep on making more Gilbert grapes, I I think that's what he needs. We were talking earlier. Um he's become like a Mickey Rourke thing. I think, yeah. like Johnny Depp. What he needs now is he needs someone, a very talented director, to create a role around him that's like that's almost metatextual about who Johnny Depp has become after his fall. That he yeah. need he needs a wrestler. He needs a I don't know what it would be. What he doesn't need to do is another fucking Alice in Wonderland movie, dude. Like, like that that fuck, the ending. Or another Harry him, Potter. His ending that that thing where he does this fucking stupid ass dance. I, I'm like, I was so mad when I saw that fucking dance he does in that goddamn fucking movie.
0: Hey, uh, some people like paychecks and Johnny likes paychecks. Yeah. I think that's, that's, that's
1: the other thing that, you know, it, it kind of goes against our whole M.O. as film podcasters. We yeah. can't expect too much from our stars. Like, I, I said that, like, so let's say that, Ryan, you and I are a writer-director team. Okay. Like, I am I am your star. You are the star director. And you and I made some really amazing films, some groundbreaking things ten years ago and now we have families we're in debt, and studios are like, "Hey, Ryan, um, I need you to make a uh, another Peter Pan movie. um, do you want Gabe Mar to star in it? We'll give both of you ten million each and you're like."
0: fuck yeah we're doing it are you serious I was like wow you know what i, I do need to re my kitchen
1: yeah i mean at the end of the day who gives a shit about the haters i mean we that's us yeah i
0: mean it's uh, integrity or money yeah and some people like money more mm-hmm. i think to take yourself seriously as an artist you need to choose integrity sometimes yeah like i get you're in hollywood like it, you're doing this for a paycheck like mm-hmm. it, somebody asked me the other day like oh what, what got you into bartending and i was like money the money uh, like I he, you don't get into certain things for, you know, the love of it. Like you get into acting because you love it, but you mm-hmm. go to Hollywood because you want to be a big star and you yeah. want to make money. And I'm to a rich. Yeah, I get famous. And, and I'm totally all about that. Like that's yeah. what you want, that's your dream. Cool.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But like give me something <laughs> yeah, to yeah. prove why you're worth that ten million dollar paycheck. Like for every Peter Pan, Harry Potter performance, give me a wrestler.
1: Yeah. I mean, you should do the, the, um, the Steven Soderbergh thing. One for me, one for them. Yeah. And I don't think Johnny Depp's done anything for himself in a long time besides get drunk on really expensive wine and allegedly um, beat Amber Heard. Yeah. And I feel like, I, 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 wa- I wish he had, I mean, there's that movie The Tourist that no one fucking saw, even though it starred above him and Angelina Jolie, mm-hmm. and it looked fucking bad. And I just wish I liked him again. I wish he did yeah. something exciting and new because I think objectively he's a great actor. He just stopped trying. Yeah. And it's a shame, but then again, he's rich and we're not.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Maybe maybe if he worked with patron saint Shane Black or patron saint Tarantino, we'd yeah. get a interesting, amazing performance.
1: I don't even know who I would want to. I, maybe I, like, who
0: do you think could pull out that perform Like that, swan, not Swan Song, but like... That career-changing move, 30 years into him acting.
1: Not not to come back to the wrestler, but I bet Aronofsky would put him in something, like, game-changing. Dennis V? Denny... I see. I don't I don't even know. I think what I, what I love about Denny V is that his movies are still ultimately commercial, even though they're arty as fuck. I love Blade Runner so I much. I really
0: want to show you Prisoners, because he takes Wolverine and gets an amazing performance out of Hugh the Huge Jackman. Jack He's actor. Yeah, but like this is like, you know, he's that face you're like, oh Wolverine and it he just pulls a really great performance out of him, mm-hmm. like as a, a a broken father. Oh, it's great. I don't know, again, I'm trying to think of, I'm looking at my movie wall now, like looking for a director. He's
1: just a caricature at this point, which is the problem. And I think that it's hard to know what to do with him anymore. That he's like an aging clown actor. That what do you cast him as now, as anything other than an actor or a pirate or a weirdo? That, like, I, I, I think that... There's no that's what that was a problem with the tourist. There There is no dressing him down anymore to make him look like an everyman. He was never an everyman. Yeah. But there was like, like how would you describe his his character in Gilbert Grape?
0: Uh, everyman. I
1: so I think was... even even then he's not an everyman. He's like he's a beleaguered like lost beautiful soul who was like trapped underneath a family. And I think it's but that's yeah who he was.
0: I suppose. Do you remember when um, after Dark Knight came out, mm-hmm. the uh, the supposed like rumors that were going around of who was going to be the next villain for the Batman Duh. movies? And one of the first ones I saw was Johnny Depp as the Riddler. Mm. Do you think that would have been something that would have like changed his trajectory? Is no. like being in like a Christopher Nolan Batman movie and Mm-mm. giving like a a villainous performance like that?
1: No. I don't no. think so at all. I think that it would have
0: been another clown performance. It
1: would have been another clown performance. The thing is, take that all away. I think the really cool. I think if there was anyone who could maybe do something, even though he hasn't made a good movie in a minute, you give him an uh, Alexander Payne, like um I'm familiar. Um, he did uh, Election. He did about Schmidt. He did Sideways. Okay. So I think you take you get you get a character you get a director. He did Nebraska. I think I love Nebraska. That's a great movie. You take a character. You take a director who can take. The ugliness and like utter charm and hideousness and cruelty of life and make it something real and still poetic and cinematic. Give him like an about Schmidt kind of thing. Then I think I could see that working. I mean, uh, that might be where I would want to do with Johnny Depp because I haven't liked him. What do you do him with him. that guy? I, I don't know. You you give <sighs> him like he, he is too handsome and too weird to play a dad. He's, he's, but he's that age now. He's not a heartthrob anymore. Yeah. What do you do he's with him? He's
0: too eccentric in his own personal life to like be taken seriously. I'd like.
1: I think maybe. What
0: do you do with Johnny maybe, Depp?
1: Maybe he needs to start taking like supporting character roles. Like he just like starts taking like like bit parts. Yeah. I think he's. I think he is officially useless as a lead. That if Johnny Depp whoa, leads a movie, whoa. I'm just strong like... strong words. I think so. That's, I mean, that's what he's doing with the Fantastic Beast movies. He's the villain. Yeah. If he took on a bunch of, like, like weird... See, what I want him to do, maybe, is do a bunch of, like, Alan Rickman-style roles, where he plays a character who's always Alan Rickman, but kind of... You know, I hate this term. Kind of snarky. Kind of put-upon, but he's almost never the lead. But a backup character. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, if he played, like, like what, what, what's his fucking name? Met, Metaton in Dogma.
0: Oh, Metatron.
1: Metatron. So I think he needs to play supporting comedy leads at this supporting comedy parts at this point.
0: He did that a couple years ago. Um, If you didn't see Tusk,
1: I did not see Tusk.
0: He was actually pretty good in that. It was another role where he's buried in makeup, but like his uh, his Canadian detective uh, Guy Lapointe. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that's how you pronounce it. Was actually like it was a comedic side character bit part, Mm -hmm. and it was pretty. It was. In my opinion, probably the most enjoyable part of that movie.
1: So, okay, see so that—that sounds good to me. It sounds like him. doing Overall, his that
0: movie sure. I don't think really functions that great, even as the supposed midnight movie it's supposed to be. It's kind of—I'm probably meh. never going to see it. It's it, 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 uh, there's nothing to spoil in it. It's. It's Kevin Smith smoking way too much pot, but like, like again, like I'm not going to denigrate a guy for like writing his writing and directing his own movie. It's just like he wanted to make a midnight movie, and it just didn't work for me. Mm. And I know a lot of people, but I like Red Johnny in that movie is really great.
1: All right, or you you know who would be do something interesting with him? You give him to uh, like Luca Guadagnino who did uh, Suspiria. Okay, and uh, call me by your name. Mm -hmm. I really want to see Suspiria. I I, I'd like to
0: see the original before I see.
1: It's this, good. You should see it. It's 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 slow, I'm but it's visually so noted so so fan. pretty. Noted Kubrick fan. I think but you'll like. I think you will like Suspiria a lot, and the new one. I mean, like, I'm so tickled that I don't think this is a spoiler. Everyone, it's all over the reviews and all over the news that Tilda Swinton plays both like the leader of the school and also the old man like detective. Okay. So that's it's Tilda fucking Swinton doing heavy prosthetics and still doing a great job that i think people need to johnny depp needs to not be hot topic weird he needs to be like uh, um, like herzog weird he needs to really just go for it at this point yeah because i'm bored i'm bored johnny
0: you want him to go the Nicolas cage route and just go nuts
1: hey if he's in mandy too that's a sell
0: i would watch or he, if you went
1: like super schlock i'd be reading ryan the whole time you're watching this movie i was thinking that like we could do an entire spin-off show called like like in depth or depth charges where we just go through all of johnny depp's movies and try to figure out what went wrong
0: we could have that be our uh our side project like the other uh the other two members of the movie club have their connery club we could yeah. have a, a depth club Depp
1: club into depth yeah hold on that's a loud plane Whenever I hear a plane too loud, I wait for the explosion.
0: I just, I'm always waiting for it to just come through the wall.
1: Mm. Like, ah! I think we would barely, it would just, like, that would be our lives.
0: I don't know about that. If it, like, came crashing through, like, if it was, eh, well, I guess it really couldn't have, because of the house over there. So it'd be, it would have to hit on that side or this side and hit that house, by which point it would slow as it crashed through this wall. So I think we'd have, oh, like, see. a. a 60% chance survival. All
1: right. That, that, those are good odds. I'll take yeah. those odds. Yeah. If it has to happen. Yeah. All right. But Ryan, um, do you have any other final thoughts on Blow before we play our games?
0: Um, Not really. I, it's a, a Goodfellas clone. I yeah. If you like Goodfellas. It's a good
1: Goodfellas clone clone.
0: Yeah. It's, I mean, two movies you could watch that are Goodfellas clones. This and Casino. Yeah. Casino is better, but. Yeah.
1: It's also Scorsese. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But yeah. So, time for a test.
1: Yeah. Oh, Um yeah, uh,
0: Let me administer the first test to you, Please do, sir. sir. Please. So it is a brisk mm-hmm. fall day. Brisker than today. Brisker than today. Oh my. Rather chilly. You're you're wrapped up tight because you run cold.
1: Yeah, I do. You think, I am you're, a Chihuahua. You're thinking you want to get off the streets.
0: Mm-hmm. You want to get inside somewhere warm. You see a bar that's open. Cool. You know, what? let's go in here. See what's happening. Warm up for an hour. See this movie's on the TV. Okay. Are you sticking around? What are you drinking?
1: Assuming I have nowhere better to be, I'd probably stick around for an hour or two of this movie. Yeah, maybe like an hour. I'd I'd leave in the middle of it. Okay, I'm I'm almost certain I'd do that. I'd stick around. I'd enjoy it for a bit. I would have like a I'd order a I'd order like a nice South American beer, get like a Negro Modelo or Mm -hmm. a Corona, and just sit back, have a shot of tequila, and just watch this movie for a little bit. My phone would be up to my face for a large portion of it, but I'd look up. And be like, this is a good movie. And then you know, whatever came up, I'd be like, I should probably get back to work. Rally. Yeah. I Like, I I can give or take this movie. Okay. But it's it's good. If someone told like you, if you tell me you like this movie a lot, I'd be like, oh, rad.
0: Yeah. This isn't one of those movies that came up in our initial like sniffing each other out as like no. cinephiles. Mm-hmm. It's not
1: one of those. No, not at all. But yeah, I'd, I'd stick around for a minute. I'd make the bartender like, hey, did you put this on? And bartender's like, yeah, I like it. And I'm like, yeah, me too. And that'll be the end of it. Yeah, pretty what much. What about you, Ryan?
0: Um, I I very similar to you. I'd probably sit down. I'd get like a whiskey on the rock, drink that, and then as soon as I'm done with it, I'd be like, "I just have me out, dude. Thank you. Hey, uh, blow. You put that on? Yeah, I put that on. That's a very good movie. Yeah, I just put it on as background noise. Cool. That's what I do too. All right, thanks, man. Have a good one. Like, yeah, that'll be it. It's a quick drink. It's something that I'm familiar with that I would not mind watching, but. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'd stay around for the whole entirety of it. Yeah, no, I definitely. I've seen it enough times, and Mm -hmm. there's a certain point where I'm like, "Mm, I want to leave before this gets bad.
1: Yeah, what if the guy's like, Yeah, I mean, I'm putting on Alpha Dog next. Are you sticking around then?
0: Uh, probably not. I don't think that would really change my mind. I, I, it. To get through the last thirty minutes of this movie to get to Alpha Dog is not something (laughs) that I'm willing to commit to. So I'm not willing to commit to like a second drink. Yeah. To get through it.
1: Yeah. This movie. This movie is uh, like just about two hours long. One twenty four, I think it is.
0: Yeah. It's it's it it, it ends right when it should.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's fine. Ryan, our next test. Yes. Named after aspiring filmmaker and young cinephile Katie Ann Comets, we present to you the Katie Catest. Would you recommend Blow, directed by Ted Demi, starring Johnny Depp and Christmas as a one. Would you recommend this movie to an aspiring filmmaker or aspiring or young cinephile to encourage them to expand their mind and learn about film? If so, what's next? If not, what else?
0: Uh, I, I'd say no. You can probably skip this. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're if you really like Goodfellas, you're like I want to see something else like Goodfellas. Go ahead and watch this, but I don't think you're really gaining anything from watching this movie. Yeah, uh, it, there, Cliff Curtis is in it. Eh. It, uh, I mean, you're gaining like one of my—I I, think—a really strong Paul Rubens performance.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I really like his character in this. I think he's hilarious. Um,
1: he's pretty
0: great. But yeah, there's not really much to gain wise, like like mm-hmm. outside of being a completionist and wanting to see everything ever. You can skip it. Yeah. Um, what do I recommend instead? A Casino, like we said. Yeah. Like the follow-up to Goodfellas. Like, mm-hmm. go watch a better like rise and downfall story by a better director yeah that's where i'm at yeah.
1: you i'm so, um, saying i wouldn't recommend it actively i mean if 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 you're like i'd ask them so like so you saw good fellas what do you what do you want to see what are you feeling next there's a lot to go from yeah that if you like like if you like the idea of a of a beachy california movie like watch watch a hair advice or something that's a great little movie about yeah. drugs and crime or yeah watch um or you know what's a good young drug dealer movie that i think's really underrated um i enjoyed it though honestly i can't remember enough of that i remember i liked it is uh the wackness never saw it yeah stars uh josh peck from drake and josh and ben kingsley and olivia okay. thirlby that's a pretty good coming of age movie about a young man in the early 90s who likes like biggie and he's white as a driven snow, and he wants to become a drug dealer with the help of his therapist played by ben kingsley that's a perfectly. That's another perfectly fine movie that I think is a little more fun than this one.
0: What's the the Denzel one? Where he's the uh, the true life story, seventies drug dealer. Him and Russell Crowe. Oh,
1: American Gangster.
0: Yeah, like, I've never seen that. Oh my god, it's great. It's really long, but like it's like almost three hours. But like mm-hmm. that's another one that uh, if you like Goodfellas, you'll mm-hmm. probably like that.
1: Yeah, I um, yeah, I'd have to tell someone to pass. But you know, if you like Johnny Depp, there's plenty of great Johnny Depp performances to go. To. There's
0: better Johnny Depp performances.
1: If you like Penelope Cruz, I can point you to a whole slew of movies. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh, on the whole, you can you can skip this one, but it's good.
0: Yeah, it's it's, it's good. Perfectly fine.
1: I have never reg- I have not I do not regret seeing it a second time. Yeah. So, Yeah.
0: I don't regret seeing it like a sixtieth time. Like I, I like don't. it quite a bit. Like I said, it is a comfort movie, but it's not a movie where I'm like you have to see it. This, this is a must. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. Word. So that concludes our talk on blow. Uh, Ryan, let's go to break. We we'll come back, we'll play a game, and then we'll uh, we'll talk about what's next week. Cool. Cool. Aye. All right, Danny, start talking.
2: Hey everybody, my name is Daniel, and I want to tell you about another Top Gallant Radio show. Do you like movies? Good! I like movies too, but the show isn't about movies. Do you like books? Good, because in Slow Readers, we discuss books. Gabe, do you like... Reading,
1: hate it. I've always hated it.
2: Every episode covers a different book, such as Animal Farm. Um, I was also making ties with another empire. Uh oh, Um, the Sith. Because yep, uh, (laughs) basically, uh, the Emperor Palpatine was Napoleon. (laughs) Blackwater. Oh my god, this this book is so. Painful. Yeah,
1: I had to put it down repeatedly just to catch my breath.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, I know, that's, I know what that's like. And truly, our... you were in a
1: car that landed in black water. <laughs>
2: yeah, I, dude, I know, I fucking killed a woman. You in fought. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you, oh, okay, never mind. Um, Alongside. Do you not like reading books? Well, that's also okay because you get to hang out with two pretty cool dudes. Join me, your host Daniel. She's like a pretty intelligent kid. Cause like her reaction to that is like, you never read the Giver? You work in a bookstore. And and I and I was like really close to just snapping her just going like, listen, girl, I read a <laughs> lot of other books, okay? <laughs> and my co-host Gabriel Mara, who co-hosts Sex and Violence. You love that guy, right?
1: On air challenge, slow readers
2: exclusive! Slow readers exclusive. Can game fit god girl possess. <laughs> then you get hours and hours and hours of access to us rambling about various topics, such as politics. Generation. Gabe, what do you think about Donald Trump launching missiles? Let's hear it. No. But our one <laughs> run-in with the police. I took a breath to start. I'm like, no. <laughs> no, no, not going nope. that way. We're not a political podcast. Nope. Uh, we're just we're just milk-chugging right-wingers, though. <laughs> milk-chugging. And books. Into the water. Pledged. Feral to arms. The magicians. Wiseblood. Ethan, from. An object of beauty. So go ahead, continue enjoying sex and violence. The hot-ass, top-gallant radio show about movies and punk rock stuff. And then when you're done with that, Go ahead and button your dress shirt up to the neck, to the throat area, and then go ahead and give Slow Readers a spin. Go search iTunes and search up the name Slow Readers. Check us out. Slow Readers comes out every Monday. You can also check us out on Twitter at Top Gallant Radio.
1: Welcome! back everyone thank you for that ad daniel i swear one day we'll have a different one one day someday i just need you know i need to just do some fucking like research for me ryan yeah. we're back we're bad um you know i think actually uh no never mind let's play a game okay so ryan one day a long while ago there was a dvd and on that dvd was a picture was. of a young man triumphantly in silhouette Fists up towards the sun. And that movie was called Mask. It was. That movie, and from what you can't tell from the front of that cover, is about Rocky Dennis.
0: Doesn't show his fucked up face on the cover, though.
1: It does not. On the back shows his fucked up face, but only in miniature. Because I think they didn't want to show Rocky Dennis's fucked up face on the cover. Yeah, it, do- it doesn't up. sell. Hmm. So Rocky Dennis was a true life young man who suffered some kind of disorder which gave him a really fucked up face. And... It's his true inspiring story of him and his mom, Cher, who's a drug addict, and how he inspires those around him. Ryan has a big fucking problem with that DVD cover. I do. What was it?
0: Uh, it, it claims that Rocky Dennis is a hero. Rocky Dennis, not a hero. Like, it, it, no, sorry. Like, nice guy, fucked up face, you're not a hero.
1: And And this... Every time, I've heard you say this many times now, it's still like, like pokes me in a weird part of me. Like, w- what do you mean? He's Rocky Did he's, a course, a hero. So Ryan and I clearly differ in what makes a hero. So now we have a game where I present Ryan of characters fictional and non-fiction. Um, and I ask him, are they a, a hero, hero or not a hero? hero? theme song music. Okay, Ryan. For a gauge, for a uh, for um a, uh what's we're looking for, um a control group here. Mm-hmm. Ryan, is Neil Armstrong first man on the moon? Your early answer, not the later one. Is he a hero?
0: Yes, war hero.
1: War hero. Is he a hero for going to the moon? No. Shocking. Continues to be shocking. Okay. Anyone
0: anyone could get in a, a a tube and fly up to the moon and step on the moon. So just because it's Neil Armstrong, like what if it was you know. John Smith.
1: Well, then John Smith would have been a hero. For what? For, I mean, what about uh, Buzz Aldrin? What about him? Who is, Fuck hey, him. Right? You know, there was a real... Ri- okay. Um, have you seen First Man? No. I'm not going to see it, actually. I don't really care. And is Charlie Bronson, Tom Hardy's character from Bronson, is he a hero? Absolutely. Explain.
0: Uh, he, uh, when he is in a mental institution, takes out a sexually violent prisoner, and he is ridding the world of evil.
1: I, okay, so that so there those are your polls, ladies and gentlemen. Ryan, your first character. Yes. This man, he's from a movie you saw recently. Okay. Um, you liked the movie a lot. Uh, he is an artist. He is a man in pain. He is a man struggling with demons, but he finds he finds talent he finds someone amazing he cultivates this soul finds love and then makes the ultimate sacrifice by the end he is bradley cooper as jackson maine in a star is born hero not a hero not a hero <laughs> but why
0: excellent artist he and sang that
1: song about how letting the old ways die
0: that good for him uh <laughs> Good good person. Very good person. He sacrifices uh,
1: and, and, himself for her dreams.
0: Yeah, and causes immeasurable amount of pain to her and many others. That is a cowardly act. Absolutely not. Not a hero.
1: But because of her... I, I, honestly, I agree with you for the most part. But I, I was really curious how you'd point, all you'd look at this. Yes. That's, that's mainly my question more often than not, because I can't predict what Ryan's going to say about these things. Like, I'm trying to figure out where your needle is here. Because yes. I, I could see a world where you're like, yeah, um, he's a fuck-up, and because he dies, she's allowed to become legend. And I'm like, okay. But, I suppose, taking the coward's way out. And man, really, you didn't like, honestly, my kind of thought is like, if, if not to play that game, if it were me... I would have just like crashed my car on purpose to make it look like an accident. Mm -hmm. So that way you don't put the pressure of making your wife feel like you killed yourself because of her. Mm -hmm. You just make it look like an accident, dude. That get drunk, take your pills, drive, accidentally quote unquote drive off a cliff. Now she doesn't have to find your fucking dead body hanging in the garage. Spoiler alert.
0: Yeah. Um, I I would argue that Lady Gaga's character is more heroic than Jackson Maine. Oh,
1: let's go to there. Is Allie, Allie Maine, is she a hero or not a hero?
0: I I wouldn't, I would stop short of hero. Okay. But I do value someone who puts their own, uh, puts the needs of others before themselves. Okay. So the fact that she had the... Testicular fortitude to cancel her own tour so she could stay home right. to take care of her recovering addict husband. You know what? I'll, I'll go hero on that. Okay, I'll go hero. What, doesn't for Rocky Allie
1: Dennis do that for his mom? Fuck Rocky. <laughs> Ryan just hates Rocky Dennis. I, th- I think that might be it.
0: I, I yeah. Allie Main. I, I'm gonna go out on a limb here, but I'm just gonna label Allie Maine as a hero.
1: Okay, then that's okay. Fair enough. I'm gonna make this chart one day, Ryan. Okay. Next. We have a character we mentioned earlier today in the episode. Ooh. We have a freak of nature. We have an outsider. We have a beautiful soul trapped in a strange kind of form that he can't control. He finds love. He learns about sacrifice. And he fucking slices open Anthony Michael Hall. Edward Scissorhands, played by Johnny Depp. Hero, not a Hero.
0: Hero. I'm going to I'm gonna go here on this. Okay. I think... Oh, how, explain. A tortured young man who is kind of forced into our own society. True. And having the values of our own society forced upon him. And then he's run out of town by these 60s freaks. I, I'd argue they're more freaks than he is. And then tries Solid. to go back to his own tower. And then when he is... He just wants to go away at this point. Just going away. Mm-hmm. And this fucking asshole comes into his house and tries slapping around homegirl mm-hmm. and then going after him he's acting in both of their defense that's true so i'm gonna go ahead and say hero because he's not thinking of himself he's yeah. really uh, really trying to be a protector
1: hey, and in a fun correlation to blow that's another movie where he creates snow no hey. look at that hey also I've always, I've always thought about this I'm, I feel like Winona Ryder's character design is based on Sleeping Beauty it yeah has those blonde bangs yeah yeah I saw Wreck-It Ralph too. it was good yeah yeah hey. better yeah. than the first no oh it's only slightly worse, though. Very, very slightly. It tot- unlike mo- like many sequels, it justifies its existence. Mm-hmm. Creed 2 did not justify its existence, which is a shame, because I love Creed.
0: I was really hoping it would be something great like
1: Creed. No, it's not that good. Um, we'll talk about that some- in another episode, okay. maybe, because I think th- that's a lot to unpack. Yeah. But I'm glad Edward Hands is a hero. I, th- I hoped so.
0: The sequel I saw didn't justify its existence. Jurassic World Two: Fallen Kingdom. Oh man, that's not really too much to impact. Very pretty to look at, and very thin plot-wise. So that's I all. Like I, that's th- my. If review. they'd
1: called it Jurassic House, I would have been way into it.
0: Yeah, that's. Uh, I was. I was very disappointed in the scope.
1: Hmm. Okay. Anyway, our last selection, Ryan. It's one we did for this very show. Oh. He is a much beloved character he was also in a lackluster sequel but he's a character pure of heart but even more importantly pure of fucking fist he is doug the thug galat played by sean william scott in goon is doug the thug a hero
0: Ooh, that's really interesting Mm
1: -hmm. he's just doing his job so when he's protecting xavier Laflemme, that's just his job
0: yeah it is just his job um
1: is he, a... he encourages that girl to cheat on her boyfriend
0: he does do that mm-hmm. but that's her choice yeah encouraging someone to do something does not make mm-hmm. you huh, huh, huh. hmm this real this one challenges my yeah my uh my thought process
1: because you and I both love that character
0: I do love, I love that movie. character
1: that's a great great movie.
0: You know what? I'm feeling generous today. I'm gonna go with hero okay. because he stands up for his own morals.
1: Okay, I beats up that guy for using the using the the rude f word, denigrating someone's sexuality.
0: Exactly. Um, stands up for his brother and his uh, his homosexuality, which mm-hmm. he just he, uh, one of my favorite lines in that. Gay dumb, gay dumb. Yeah. And standing up to his parents. Um, getting revenge uh for his teammate and giving him his confidence back Mm -hmm. and then i i really value the fact that he takes it upon himself to take his own penance for sleeping with the uh the lady
1: i don't think they have sex
0: i thought they did that's why he goes and gets lets the guy beat him up
1: i don't like i think they just like make out and she just confirms that she wants to be with him instead i don't think they do Well, either
0: way i think that's i think that's a pretty heroic action because he's going into he's like you know what I deserve to get the shit kicked out of me, so I'm going to go get the shit kicked out of me. Yeah. And that's what he does. You know what? That's pretty ballsy. It's pretty heroic to be that kind of person. Okay. So, you know what? Doug the Thug, hero.
1: And everyone, go see Goon. Go see Goon. I I might
0: watch it right now.
1: Dude, every time I think about that movie, I want to watch it.
0: It's crazy. Like, I knew it was going to be good when... Michelle Monaghan was watching it with me mm-hmm. and like five minutes in, she was like, this is actually pretty cool. I was it's like... Th- it's such a good movie. See what happens when you stick around? Mm-hmm. If you would have waited another five minutes, you would have found out what a great movie Phantom of the Paradise is, but yeah. instead, like an asshole, you had to leave because it was made yep. in the 70s.
1: <sighs> Shame. Shame. Well, Ryan, that concludes this game of Hero, hero not, not a Hero. hero. Oh, what a hoot. All right, um, you know, it's, it's I, th- I think that because a uh, tiny announcement that I made on slow, slow as well. I am moving to Los Angeles. Finally, for real, I'm leaving. So I'm um, happy
0: you're following your dreams, but sad yeah, face.
1: finally going for it. Uh, it's going to be crazy. Um, so we're just going to bust format wide open. Okay. And I think in the spirit of drug dealing movies and also fucking great movies that Ryan has not seen. And I haven't seen in a very long time.
0: Gabriel, I will, I will give you the same deal that, uh, Former guest Ryan Hill gave you. Uh, until you leave, I'll let you pick everything.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe we'll just do about time then at some point because we're going to do that for a movie club anyway. Okay, let's, let's kill some birds. Okay, let's see if we can get them. The two of them back on the show. It'll be fun. Yeah, it'd be great. Because last time they're on the show, we had to cut a chart because I threw up.
0: That was hilarious. I'm was, sorry for your pain, but that no, was pretty. Funny. I left
1: it in the edit for a reason. Yeah, it was I really enjoyed that. Not the throwing up part. Yeah. But we're going to be doing layer cake starring daniel craig directed by matthew vaughn it's a great movie about being a drug dealer it was matthew vaughn matthew vaughn that was his first movie oh
0: so to be nice and kinetic
1: oh my god there's shots about the movie i think about all the time music cues it's a fucking great movie
0: all right i'm excited
1: um i used to sell um back when i worked at the virgin megastore if someone wanted to talk someone was like hey have you seen the movie snatch i'm like have you seen layer cake because if snatch is a teenage boy's like like Cool, anarchy, badass, crime stories. If you take that and you mature it to be about human beings, you get layer cake. Okay. It's so good. All right, cool. Ryan, plug.
0: Uh, You can find me at Cash on Instagram, pictures of my cat, cocktails, and other random goofabouts. You can also catch me at the bookstore Speakeasy, usually on the weekends, 336 Adam Street in beautiful Southside Bethlehem. Slinging gin and Dorsen Sin, come on in. Get a drink. Talk movies. I like it. I'm usually there.
1: Burn. um ladies and gentlemen please check out the other top Count radio show it is slow readers your weekly fast-paced literature podcast where daniel gonzalez 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 gonzalez, gonzalez and i talk about books and books, nothing books, else books, ever books. Oh, god damn it um we discovered that we had a sweet one star review in about us i'm really thrilled about that and ryan we have a one star review for this show as well but like no, no review. review come on if you're man. gonna leave a
0: one star have the balls to like yeah. Leave say your something. name and
1: at least say something like these guys suck. Be constructive, damn it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm fine with the, these guys suck, but I'm not fine with a one star and no comment. Yeah, defend cold. your position, stupid.
1: Yeah, damn it. All right. Um. So rate, review, and subscribe to that show and this show. And I've been slacking on the Instagram lately because I'm doing too much. But yeah, uh, check us out, Sex and Violence Pod on Instagram. Check us out, man. Damn. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um. Ryan, we will see everyone next week for Laircake.
0: for cake. For cake. All right.
2: Peace.
0: Bye.
2: This has been a Top Count Radio production, executive produced by Daniel Gonzalez and Gabriel Mara. For more shows and information, go to TopGoutRadio.com.